RotoExperts.com. Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Brand new for 2017, RotoExperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long. It's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year. Hell, you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty-handed. The Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high-stakes leagues. Plus, you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat, where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to RotoExperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package, powered by RotoExperts.com. This is Tony Sincata, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Network News on the Hour. In Major League Baseball, St. Louis Cardinals infielder Matt Kobner expected to be back on Tuesday. He's been dealing with a quad issue. The Houston Astros ace Dallas Keuchel is expected to return Friday or Saturday from an ongoing neck injury. And the deal that wasn't a deal is now a deal. That's right. The Minnesota Twins have acquired former Atlanta Braves starting pitcher Jaime Garcia. The Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson has opted against holding out and will report to camp and be the tight end for Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers this season. The Denver Broncos have extended the GM's contract, John Elway, since 2021. He will be employed. And when you look at John Elway, what a career in Denver. Guy absolutely getting it done. And a guy that ended Tim Tebow's football career. Carl's Hyde could surprise. Cut by the 49ers. I was just listening to today on Game Time Decisions with our guy Gabriel Morency, and he likes Carl's Hyde to be the surprise of the season on Sleeper Week right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Now story comes out, maybe he could get cut. We will have to wait and see how that one plays out. And the New Orleans Saints sign Willie Sneed to a one-year tender at 615000 That is your Fantasy Sports Network news on the hour. Head over to rotoexperts.com. Use the promo code TONY. Get a discount and you'll be absolutely on fire. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. 
This is Tony Sicada. The Fantasy Sports News Desk is moving to a new time with a new format. Join me every Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. I will cover everything you need to be successful in fantasy sports. I will give you the news, the games, advice, and a couple of laughs. If you cannot stay up late, you'll be able to get the show on iTunes or Google Play every morning by 7 a.m. Eastern. So subscribe to the Fantasy Sports News Desk on iTunes or Google Play. The Fantasy Sports News Desk, Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Or check out On Demand at iTunes or Google Play. I like you. You like me. And your domestic partner never needs to know. So head over to Google Play, iTunes, and subscribe now and never miss an episode of the Fantasy Sports News Desk. Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive fantasy football package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As usual, I want to give a big shout-out to my man, Chris Bovona on the ones and twos. You know what it is, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam, and he's, you know, he's getting real excited with the drops, if you haven't noticed over the course of the next, the last week, but we also got to give a shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the service men and women out there listening on American Forces Radio Network, getting a little taste of home from your boy, the spitting statistician, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. We got a big show tonight on a Monday here, Big Bag City Rock and Riley Studio 34. Um, I'm going to be going through all of the things that happened over the weekend in Major League Baseball. Some of the starters I gave you, there's some big time injuries. Clayton Kershaw, we got to get word on Steven Strasburg as well. So I'm going to give you all that information and then also who you need to play tonight to win that cash. As you know, we're going in team by team. I'm giving my NFL previews. Last week was the AFC West. This week, we go west to east and we are you know getting ready for that 1 o'clock start flying west to east. We're doing the AFC East and we start today with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, As you know, we're also crowning the greatest sports movie of all time. So we got a big matchup. 
It is in the wild card region. We got a one seed in action. It is Rocky versus, you know, I had to give a little shout out to the golf movies because of what we saw Jordan Spieth do in the British Open yesterday. So it is Rocky going up against Happy Gilmore. If you want to vote, if you want to make your voice heard, so many ways you could do that here on Fantasy Freestyle, okay? The first thing is you could always holler at me at 844-843-6879. You could also catch us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio or follow me. Ask me questions. Vote on the polls at Spittin' Speeds. You know I like to have you guys contribute to the show. Thanks so much from everybody being out there. We also, listen, we got to talk a little LeVar Ball. We also... Michael's, Michael Phelps did, in fact, race a shark, I guess. I wouldn't call it an actual race, but we'll get into that a little bit later on as we put the fun in functional sports radio. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds and Spitting Statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. RogoExperts.com Executive Edge Fantasy Football Blackout. Brand new for 2017, RotoExperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long. It's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year. Hell, you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty-handed. The Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high-stakes leagues. Plus, you get private access to the fantasy executive snapchat where you can interact with me directly head on over to rotowesperts.com and sign up for the executive edge fantasy football package chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the executive edge fantasy football package powered by rotowesperts.com Funky Cole Medina. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez bringing you back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. That's that tone loke. I don't know. If you're listening on our sports byline affiliates or on the Fantasy Freestyle last hour, my man Tony Sincata and Benny Riccardi, they were talking a little bit about the origin of the name Tony. And uh, one thing led to another. We started talking Tone Loke, who's famous not only for the funky Cole Medina, but also for the wild thing. Not the wild thing, Ricky Vaughn, which is in Major League, one of our greatest sports movies of all time. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Dane Martinez and Chris Bavona, so hot that we sweat steam on a Monday. Yes. Yes. Let them know, Chris. Let me get into some news and notes around Major League Baseball. First of all, big news over the weekend. Stud starting pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, has a back issue, and he is likely headed to the DL. He is likely going to miss six to eight weeks. That puts you, for redraft fantasy people, that puts you into like early September, mid-September. So if you are a Clayton Kershaw owner and you need the roster spot and you are threatening for the playoffs... Speeds the Spitting Statistician says it may be okay to actually drop Clayton Kershaw if you need that roster spot, depending on how early news comes out of it. But that back issue is never good. Remember, he's been dealing with that before. As the trading deadline approaches, we have more news on the closer front. The Nationals, the Dodgers, and the Boston Red Sox are apparently still in on Phillies reliever Pat Neshack. He has been a hot commodity and a guy we have spoken about before. There are still three teams in contention. 
that see him as an ability to boost their bullpen. There have, however, been two actual trades that have gone down today where teams in the AL Central are helping their rotation. The first one, the Minnesota Twins have traded with the Braves for left-handed pitcher Jaime Garcia. Remember, there was news that Jaime Garcia may have been traded before his start on Friday. All he did, though, on Friday at LA was hit a grand slam. He is going to go into that Minnesota rotation, likely to be their third or fourth starter. Listen, Minnesota going for it, even though they're only one game over 500 they sit at 49 and 48. Also in that division, just breaking in the last hour, the Kansas City Royals have made a deal with the San Diego Padres to acquire starting pitcher Trevor Cahill. Now Cahill had a stint on the DL recently, hasn't been as good since he's come back, but he is enjoying a bounce back year. 72 strikeouts and 61 innings pitch with a 3.69 ERA. Now many people might think, but listen you're going from Petco into the American League. I'm here to tell you that the change is not really that big of a deal. When you consider the ballpark going from San Diego to Kansas City, which is also a pitcher's ballpark, and when you consider going to from the NL West to the AL Central. Remember, Cahill was on the Padres, so that was one of the poor offenses that other NL starters get to face, right? But in the NL West, he was still facing the Diamondbacks. We know about that offense. The Dodgers, we know about that offense. The Rockies at cores half the time you see Colorado. So now going to the AL Central, yes, there's the Indians. But really... Where else is there an offense that completely scares you? Trevor Cahill will probably get some good innings now for the Royals, who right now have the second wild card spot in the American League. St. Louis Cardinals' Matt Carpenter, he left the Sunday night game. Tightness in his quad. He will be listed as day-to-day moving forward. And the Mets continue their comedy of errors when it comes to their medical staff. Their starting pitcher, Zach Wheeler, is going to the 10-day DL. He has a stress reaction in his arm. Listen, normally this would not be a big deal, but when you combine Zach Wheeler's injury history with the Mets medical staff, it causes big-time concern for me. Keeping it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, as usual, I got to hold myself accountable to what I said over the weekend, okay? Now, on Friday night, I told you there were three big boys. There was Chris Sale, there was Max Scherzer, and there was Alex Wood. Two out of the three of them were very beatable in DFS if you listen to me, okay? Max Scherzer only went five innings, gave up five earned runs, including three home runs back-to-back-to-back to start the game. He was not the starter that you wanted. Same thing with Mr. Wood out there in L.A. He was facing Jaime Garcia. He only went four and two-thirds. He gave up seven earned runs, okay? Hopefully, of the big studs on Friday, you went with Chris Sale. He struck out nine in six shutout innings, but I gave you Trevor Cahill. Okay, And Trevor Cahill, he was okay. He left early, um, but I was a little bit worried that you know he was trying to showcase himself for the trade and that it wouldn't work out, but the Kansas City Royals seemed to think it was just fine. On Saturday, remember, I told you we would have the season debut for Colin McHugh with the Houston Astros today on Saturday. He only went 77 pitches, okay? They're going to have to continue to stretch him out. He only went four and two-thirds innings. Expect him to go a little bit longer in future starts. However, Danny Salazar had no such issue in his return for the Cleveland Indians. He went seven. 
seven shutout innings against the Toronto Blue Jays, striking out eight. And he will likely stay in that rotation. Remember, there were questions earlier in the season that they may have moved Salazar to the bullpen. With that kind of outing, he's probably going to stay in the rotation for the division-leading Cleveland Indians. I also told you that my pick on Saturday, though, was Chris Archer for the Tampa Bay Rays facing Texas. He had a nice little game. He went seven innings, gave up only one run, and struck out 11. So hopefully you listen to me on Chris Archer on Saturday. Then on Sunday... This is where everything went downhill, okay? Clayton Kershaw only went two innings, and now we know he will land on the DL. Steven Strasburg, he only went two innings. They said they removed him as a precautionary measure because he wasn't able to get loose. But in that game, I was talking with my man Benny Riccardi, and he was facing, you know, Robbie Ray. I was I was thinking that there was going to be 20-plus strikeouts from just the starters. Not so much. Ray only struck out four, giving up four runs in five innings, and you know what happened with Strasburg. The winner on Sunday to be quite honest, had to be Jose Quintana. Okay, back with the Cubs. This is his first start in Wrigley since being acquired from across town. He only gave up three runs, got a win for the Cubs, striking out seven. So now you ask yourself, self, who do I ride with? tonight in DFS. And here's the thing. You got DeGrom at the top of the leaderboard, at the top of the price chart at 11000 against San Diego. We know about that bad San Diego offense. And DeGrom in San Diego, in Petco Park, sets up real nice. You got uh, Zach Grinke as well at 9900 at the top of the uh, you know most expensive starters of the night. I got two guys that I kind of like that are a little bit cheaper if you want to save some money and invest in some bats to help you win some cash in DFS tonight. The first, Houston Astros starter, Brad Peacock. He's listed at 8,900 on FanDuel. He's had five straight wins, three straight quality starts. Remember, he's been stretched out coming out of the bullpen. He has been stretched out, has gone six or more in the last three. And over his last five starts... 35 strikeouts and 30 innings pitched. I also like that he's facing the Philadelphia Phillies tonight. The Phillies with the second lowest run total in all of baseball, having scored only 385 runs so far. The other guy that I like is Garrett Cole. I like Garrett Cole tonight at 8,700 at San Francisco. Remember, I always talk about the Giants having a poor offense as well. The Phillies are the second lowest run total in baseball. The Giants are the third lowest run total in baseball, having scored only three. 391 runs so far this season. Garrett Cole has been good. 22 strikeouts over the last 19 innings pitched. The one thing I will say, in his last start when he struck out 10, he was facing the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers had the most strikeouts in all of the National League. The Giants don't strike out as much, but Garrett Cole has been good. Last thing I want to mention here before we go to break. I've been talking about the moves that you can make in season long as we go to the trading deadline of Major League Baseball, which is set to happen next Monday. There is one more week left before the trading deadline, and more moves will happen. We've already reported on two today. I've been saying that the closer market is where to look at. Let me give you some specifics, okay? Shane Green is the eighth inning man now in Detroit. Detroit is going to trade Justin Wilson, okay? Shane Green is only 4% owned. Go out and get him right now. In With the Mets here in New York, Jerry Blevins is only 4% owned. If the Mets wind up dealing Addison Reed, he may be the guy who steps in. And this guy has 44 strikeouts in only 31 innings pitch and is only 4% owned right now. In Miami, remember, we've been talking about how A.J. Ramos will move. Kyle Baraclaw. It's said Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly, is saying that he might... Might get save duty if they trade A.J. Ramos. This is a guy with 49 strikeouts and 45 innings pitch. He's only 15% owned. 
And then go look at the Chicago White Sox as well, okay? Anthony Swarzak got the save today. Only 17% owned with a 1.02 whip. He could be the option, even though they think maybe Tyler Clippard is an option as well. When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we turn the page and look to football. Hashtag Bills Mafia. It's your boy Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Brand new for 2017, RotoExperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long. It's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year. Hell, you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty-handed. The Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high-stakes leagues. Plus, you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat, where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to RotoExperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package, powered by RotoExperts.com. This is Tony Sakata of No Mulligan Fantasy. I have good news, so maybe bad news. The No Mulligan Fantasy show will now air at 2 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays as part of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So all you guys that want excellent information and analyzing grown men competing against each other in stroke play, we have the show for you. Join myself, Tony Sincata, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. I break down the PGA's finest recent form of every player available. We'll give you course history and some of the subtle nuances of the game that will make you a fantasy golf winner. It's the No Mulligan Fantasy Show, 2 p.m. on Tuesdays, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy Dane Martinez holding you down on a Monday with the bounty hunter Chris Bavona on the ones and twos. There it is. You know how we do. Listen, as I said going into the break that we were going to turn the page and go to the NFL. But before we do that, I am pleased to announce that we have breaking news right here. Yo, and this has happened a few times on Fantasy Freestyle over the last few weeks. It is not a baseball deal. However, we have a signing in the NBA. Derek Rose has decided to sign a one-year deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It is a one-year, $2.1 million deal, and I find this very interesting. If you remember, on Friday, we were talking about how Kyrie Irving has requested a trade from the Cavaliers. It looks like Cleveland is organizing themselves to get ready to relieve uh, the days of Kyrie Irving signing Derrick Rose to be point guard. Maybe he was going to back up Kyrie, but this makes Kyrie Irving trade much more viable 
viable. Remember, Kyrie was talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Miami Heat, the San Antonio Spurs, and the team that Derrick Rose just vacated, the New York Knicks. So we shall see any news on that for the rest of this week. But Derrick Rose signs a one-year deal to be part of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So now we do, in fact, go to the NFL as we get into the cipher here. I got some news and notes from around the league. As training camp has set to open in a few places, places like Arizona and Dallas have already started training camp. All the other teams will have open training camp by the time this week is over. One of the pieces of news that I've been talking about for a while, Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck. Now, he is going to begin a throwing program, but he's listed on the active PUP list, and they are now saying in Indianapolis that he may miss the entire preseason. They are still saying that they are of all confidence that Andrew Luck will be up all night to get lucky starting for week one for the Indianapolis Colts. I am still a little bit skeptical. To me, there are flags raised. Keep an eye on Andrew Luck for training camp and the preseason. In New Orleans, Saints wide receiver Willie Sneed has signed a one-year $615,000 deal. To me, this is incredible value for the Saints. Willie Sneed represents a solid wide receiving two option for New Orleans. Remember, New Orleans also signed Ted Ginn Jr. in the offseason. Both Sneed and Ginn will vie to be the guy with the second most targets on the Saints behind stud second-year player Michael Thomas. Up in Minnesota, their running back that they signed in the offseason, Latavius Murray, he too will open on the PUP list. Remember, he's coming back from that ankle surgery and injury. When I just covered the NFC North, A few weeks back, I told you that Dalvin Cook is my sleeper out of these rookie backs. You know, a lot of people talking Fournette, McCaffrey, Mixon, Pirine, Williams, all these people. I like Dalvin Cook to be the man. And with Latavius Murray opening on the pup list, that even reinforces my love for Dalvin Cook. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams says that, quote unquote, he feels better and that there was bad information going around about him last week. Remember, there were reports that he had that back injury and that he might have to have surgery. He is still, you know, not practicing in full with the team as training camp opens and is still going to have a long ways to go. I think it's an uphill road for the rookie wide receiver, both to stay healthy and also to digest the scheme in a way that will earn the trust of Phillip Rivers. On a related note, though, you know who apparently is looking good in uh, not San Diego, but Los Angeles? Another wide receiver, Keenan Allen. One of those greatest shape of his life stories. They are saying that Keenan Allen looked quote-unquote quick and explosive in the offseason program. Remember, if he can stay healthy, there's no reason why he's not a legitimate high-end wide receiver, too, for your fantasy team. And another note, out of the West Coast in the Bay Area, okay, um, there are reports now that Carlos Hyde, the starting running back last year of the San Francisco 49ers, could be a surprise cut by the team as a salary cap, you know, casualty. When I previewed the San Francisco 49ers, I told you that my diamond in the rough was the rookie Joe Williams. I told you that the regime invested in Joe Williams, that Kyle Shanahan specifically, you know, metaphorically pounded the table for him. They went up and got him. I told you they were not high on Carlos Hyde. Now there are reports out of the Bay Area. They may cut ties all together. So now what I want to do is give you my previews. I've been giving you my team-by-team previews. If you subscribe to the Fantasy Freestyle, thank you, first of all. Give me a five-star review wherever you can get your podcasts, things like that. But what I've been telling you as we go team-by-team, 
is you know who you need to start who you need to fade i look at their schedule i look at their win total things like that and we are starting a week where we look at the afc east and that begins now with the buffalo bills okay um here's the deal let's start let's start with their quarterback tyrod taylor i call him t-mobile he was quarterback 16 last year in fantasy he showed that he was just fine okay he showed that he's just fine he's one of those kind of mid-level quarterbacks that i talk about all the time he is not the biggest issue on the bills okay he threw for 30 3023 yards 17 touchdowns and a very impressive only six interceptions last year okay but he also led the nfl among quarterbacks with 580 rushing yards and six touchdowns touchdowns that's where you're going to get some weak winning potential out of Tyrod Taylor here's the only problem though you know he might be one of those guys that you draft okay later on in the draft because as you listen to fantasy freestyle you know that I say do not spend the draft capital on the Drew Brees on the Tom Brady on the Aaron Rodgers on the Matt Ryan I would much rather have your Staffords your cousins your Rivers even if it winds up being a guy like Tyrod Taylor but I have him ranked as QB 18. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, has him ranked as QB 19. Here's the only down problem. He's got a new scheme there, okay? Remember, new head coach McDermott is there. And uh, I don't know if they're going to be as run heavy now that Anthony Lynn is not there. He lost Robert Woods. Not that that's any big shakes. But here's the thing. I don't think he repeats the only six interception season. I think he turns the ball over a little bit more this year, dropping him down into kind of like the back end of what will be a QB2 if you're in kind of super flex leagues. Tyrod Taylor to me, eh, he's okay. I know you like the rushing yards at times, but I think he regresses slightly this year. However, if we go to the running back position, you all know about this already. He's shady. We're talking about LaShawn McCoy. I, you listen to Fantasy Freestyle, you know my premise that there are only like five true workhorse backs in the NFL. Well, count LaShawn McCoy among them, okay? He was RB4 in last year's fantasy season, and he only played 15 games, ran for 12 167 yards and 13 touchdowns. Add to that 50 receptions, which was like fourth in the NFL among running among running backs. I think he remains a workhorse. Remember, they also the Bills lost um, Mike Gillisley in the offseason to the Patriots. I have him as RB5 this year. Corey Parson has him as RB7. He has him behind Todd Gurley, however. I think he will outproduce Todd Gurley this year. I think there's no reason LaShawn McCoy can't once again amass 1,500 yards combined on the ground and receiving. When we go to the wide receiver position, here's the person that a lot of people are split on. And I'm talking about Sammy Watkins, okay? My man, Matty Moe, Mr. Wall Street over here that you can hear on the Fantasy Black Book right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network that you can hear every morning here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He is very high on him. Drafted Sammy Watkins in like the third round of his NFFC. I will not be investing that kind of draft capital on Sammy Watkins. I don't care if there are reports that he's healthy. He has never truly been someone you can rely on. He only had eight games last year. Amassed 430 yards in those eight games. And the thing is, he's also not like a wide receiver you would ever want if you're in a PPR format, okay? He's one of those 
stretch it down the field. He's more of a best ball, like a yardage kind of guy. But I'm seeing him in drafts go in the same place as guys like Alshon Jeffrey or Allen Robinson. I would much rather have those guys than take the risk on the health of Sammy Watkins. I also just don't believe the Bills' offense is as dynamic as what I believe Philadelphia will be or even the garbage time points that Allen Robinson may get down in Jacksonville. What I will say, though, and here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we're doing hash Hashtag sleeper week. My sleeper, you know him as the diamond in the rough that I do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. My sleeper is Zay Jones. I think Zay Jones has opportunity in Buffalo as the number two wide receiver. Remember, they lost Robert Woods to the Rams in the offseason. I don't believe in Sammy Watkins. I think there will be opportunity for the rookie. So right now, for the Buffalo Bills, my rookie, my diamond in the rough, and my hashtag sleeper week is Zay Jones. I think he will have a big opportunity. He's going very late in drafts. You can get him in round you know, 11, 12, 13 if you want. And I think he's going to return a nice little value. The one other guy I'm going to talk to you about here is at the tight end position. We're talking Charles Clay. Charles Clay is a viable tight end. He is in that big middle tier. Okay, remember, I think that there are like four or five stud tight ends, and then everyone from tight end like six down to tight end like 16 is pretty much interchangeable. I count Charles Clay among them, but here's the thing. Check this out. Charles Clay led the Bills last year with 57 catches. Charles Clay led the Bills last year with 552 yards. Charles Clay led the Bills last year with four receiving touchdowns. Chris Clay, Charles Clay led the Bills last year with 87 targets. All of those led the team. I don't know that that'll happen again, especially if Sammy Watkins is healthy, but Charles Clay is a viable tight end. If you don't, you know, spend the draft capital early, Charles Clay, you could do a lot worse. Remember, right now, though, we have a Twitter poll up there, okay, at FNTSY Radio and at Spittin' Speeds. We want to know what you guys think about the Buffalo Bills season right now. Hashtag Bills Mafia out there. 63% of you think that the Bills are ultimately a purgatory 500 kind of team. The over-under for their season win total is 6 and a half. When we come back, I'll tell you which side of that line you need to be to try and win some money, but we're going to stay so fresh and so clean here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We'll also hear what the Bounty Hunter has to say about the Buffalo Bills. All that and more when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Maybe my man Chris will keep that outcast going when we come back. Only one way to find out. Stick with us, alright? Let's go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Bombs over Baghdad. You know what it is. It is uh, the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Dane Martinez. And on the other side of the glass on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam, is my man Chris Bavona. 
the Bounty Hunter, yo. Keeping it live and direct here at Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's. We were talking about the Buffalo Bills and the hashtag Bills Mafia. One thing that I did forget to mention, okay, uh, today, Anquan Bolden is visiting the team and working out for them. Part of the reason I didn't mention it is because ultimately, I don't think Anquan Bolden signs there. If you remember over the last couple of weeks, we have been saying from his camp that he wants some a team that are two things. One, down south, and two, a contender. And I do not think the Buffalo Bills are either one of those things. When we look at the schedule real quick, this team, the, uh, the, this division, the AFC East on the crossover and the NFC, they play the NFC South. And the NFC South division, we're going to preview them next week. I think they're a solid division, okay? And so for the Bills, that's bad because they have to go to Carolina for the Panthers' home opener in week two. They then also follow that up with an early road date in September against the Atlanta Falcons. I don't think it sets up good for them having to play the NFC South. The good part is back, you know, Later in the season, in December, you got. I looked at their schedule. I looked to see, huh, how many warm weather teams have to go up to Buffalo in December? And they do get Miami up there in December, and they also have a game against the Indianapolis Colts late in the season, which I think bodes well for them, an indoor team coming outside in Buffalo in December. However, ultimately, I do not think this team is a contender. I actually agree with you guys, the people that are out there voting right now on FNTSY Radio or at Spittin' Speeds. As I mentioned going into break, 62% of you think that they are a purgatory kind of 500 team. I agree. Vegas has their over-under at 6.5 wins for the season. I say pass. I would not bet on this because I do see them as a 6 or 7 win team. I think ultimately, though, they will finish maybe second, maybe third in this division, it'll be a battle for second between them and the Miami Dolphins. But I say pass on this over-under number because I think they finish right around 6-10 and 10 or 7-9. and nine. My man Chris Bavona, I know you have a couple of things to say about the Buffalo Bills. How do you think the team shakes out this year? Who are you, uh, you know, looking for? Who are you looking to avoid? I'm really, I'm kind of fading on everybody on the Bills. Not okay, you're down shady. on them. You're down on well, them. Well, here's the thing. No doubt in my mind, uh, depending on where I'm going to be picking in the GST League, I would love to have Shady as my number one sure. uh, running back. I've never had him on a team. You need him, though. You In order to get McCoy, I think he's going like fourth, fifth, or sixth as per running backs in most drafts. You know, you got your big three, right? Your David Johnson, your Le'Veon Bell, and your Zeke Elliott, you know, pending suspension, right? After that, I've seen people, I've seen Melvin Gordon, I've seen Shady McCoy, I've seen Jay Ajayi, I've seen Devontae Freeman, all of those guys operating running backs four through seven, and McCoy is certainly in that list and certainly a workhorse. So, Chris, if you want Shady McCoy, you will need to use your first-round pick, and that first-round pick, in my opinion, needs to be pick eight or better, because if you're sitting at nine after the big boys at running back go and some of the stud wideouts, he might be taken. Not only that, I think uh, I want to look at Tyrod Taylor maybe as like my second-to-last pick, Sure, because... I'm one of those guys, I don't, I'm going to do what I can to not take a quarterback before the eighth round. Right, I agree with that. But, and Tyrod Taylor to me, he's just such a gamer. Yeah. So, it doesn't really matter who he's throwing the ball to, who's in the backfield. For some reason, that guy's going to get you, he might get you that 12 to 15 points per game. Sure. So, I, I wouldn't mind having Tyrod Taylor, maybe at, maybe at best case, uh, maybe my last, the last guy I can get as a quarterback, or best case, he's a great, 
great, great weekly play. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, Chris. And that's the thing. Like, if we are, you know, and what I recommend here, what I'm advocating for here on the Fantasy Freestyle, as you guys are going into your football drafts, remember, I'm saying wait on quarterback, right? So if you're not getting the Breezes, you're not getting the Lux, you're not getting the Matt Ryans, you're not getting the Russell Wilsons, you're not even getting the Derek Carrs in that level. But then when you drop down, and we're talking about Rivers and Stafford and Eli and, uh, you know, all of these guys, Tyrod is in that group. Many people would believe the Mariotas as well. And then what you want to do is you want to get multiple of those guys. Okay, because if you get two of them, then you just ride with whichever one is having the better season. And whichever one of those guys is having the better season is a decent bet to crack the top 10. So I like that. But ultimately, it sounds like you agree you do not see the playoffs in the Bills' future this year. Not at all. Actually, I think if uh, maybe a little bold prediction here. Yep. Maybe they end up in last place and the Jets don't tank as much as I think they do. Are you willing to put any money on that? Let me get back to you. We're going to have to discuss this because if you want to if you want to make this deal, we could do it live and direct on air tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle. I will. I will put a little bit of shekels. I will help myself win some cash taking your money if we go ahead and make that bet. So let us know tomorrow or later on in the week when we preview the New York Jets. Let me know if you still think that is the case. But let's keep it moving right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. As you know, not only do we help you win your leagues and win that cash, we also put the fun in functional sports radio. So I got a couple of stories that I want to talk to you about real quick before we get into the sports movie greatest of all time tournament. So, LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball has been in news for months now. You know, obviously, though, Lonzo balled out in the summer league, and, you know, LeVar was kind of quiet about that. LeVar, as you also know, is the um, the coach for the Triple B, like, AAU team. And we, you know, we, we reported a few months ago where he kind of reamed out his, his, his team, was not necessarily being, uh, you know, following the values and vision of what I believe a coach is supposed to be. But check this out. The Triple B team was in what is known as the Double Pump Tournament in Anaheim, California. And his team, which, by the way, has LaMelo Ball on it, who is a 2019 UCLA recruit who's committed there. And they also had UCLA coaches in the stands watching LaMelo, doing a little scouting, you know, things of that nature. This team was up 69-60. to 60. And then, something you probably could believe, LeVar Ball gets a technical foul. What do you think, Chris, that uh, LeVar Ball does in response? Gets himself a double technical. Even worse. He decides to pull his team off the court and forfeit the game while they were winning 69-60 in this tournament. Once again, proving that when it comes to LeVar, it is all about him. He pulled his team off the court, and then they forfeited the game because of this. They were winning the game. He gets a tech and decides to be like, you know what? forget this. I'm taking my ball. I'm taking my team and I am going home. I think that is absolutely ridiculous. And yet another example of how LeVar Ball makes it all about him all the time. These kids were getting scouted in this tournament. These kids were winning the game, but because he popped off and got a tech, he pulled his team off the court. What do you have to say about that, Chris? Well, I'm still going to be rooting for Lonzo. Right. Um, I, again, and that's the other thing is that I got to be honest, like, 
LeVar Ball, just, he just finds every way to make me mad, and I, I'm just going to do what I have to do. I'm, I'm ignoring him, man. Okay, I'm, you're, done. I'm done with the LeVar Ball. You are desensitized to LeVar Ball at this yeah, point. Yeah, I want to concentrate on Lonzo. The kid definitely has much more upside than his dad. Yeah, I would say that is a good bet that Lonzo, MVP of the Summer League, number two overall pick, may have a decent career. Hopefully he just gets away from, you know, the big shadow and the big tent, the big bullhorn of his daddy. All right, let's keep it moving, though. As you know, we put the fun in functional sports radio. One of the things we talked about on Friday was the beginning of Shark Week and uh, Michael Phelps racing a shark. Now... I do research for you guys here who listen to the Fantasy Freestyle. And so I, I made it a point to watch this show of Michael Phelps versus the Shark. And I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but if you saw it, you could probably holler at me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, you know, do that. Because um, I was disappointed. I was very disappointed in this because it wasn't actually a race. They did these weird things and like kind of superimposed the shark while Michael Phelps was swimming. They kind of did like a simulation after running an experiment. They like towed shark food from a boat, you know, and tried to cat have a, a shark kind of follow with the scent and follow it. And then they took that, got that video from a drone overhead and then superimposed that next to Michael Phelps when he, in fact, you know, swam the 50 meters or the 100 meters. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was not done well, in my opinion, and it looked a little crazy. What I also realized is that the sharks, I guess they don't have the stamina of a human in the water, right? So what they do is they have like these short bursts that are like 20, 25 miles an hour, and then they just cruise. So it was weird because here's the real question. The sharks didn't know they were racing. So who, how do we know they're putting out their full effort? And then they timed them. It was really weird. And what I will say is apparently Michael Phelps did have a faster time against the quote-unquote the reef shark, but he did not have a faster time against the hammerhead shark or the great white shark, which is what the betting lines were up against when he was, in fact, could he beat the great white shark. So if you bet the shark, you did, in fact, win. Remember, I told you to lay all your money on the shark. So that was another way. That speeds the spitting statistician helps you win your leagues and win that cash. Like I mentioned, we're doing sleeper week here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Zay Jones is my sleeper for the Buffalo Bills. But here's the thing. When some people focus on their upcoming drafts later this summer, you know the first step to building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it and pick the squad at rotoexperts.com. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package. The Roto Experts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and fantasy football writer of the year Scott Angle. We've got national acclaimed top ranker Jake Seeley, 2015 and 16 FSWA award winners Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison, and we got depth and upside with Frank Stanfield and Mike Florio. We bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that'll take you to the title. So get the exclusive edge fantasy football package at rotoexperts.com. Be sure to enter promo code FREERADIO at checkout, and you will get a special discount. Also, my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive who I will be working with right before kickoff on Sundays. He has his Executive Edge super premium package. He's not only giving you draft reviews, he's giving you auction values, but what he's also doing, I think it's really cool, he's doing Snapchat. If you if you uh, buy this package, he will become Snapchat friends with you and he will, via Snapchat, give you all of his you know latest news, latest updates, so you can be live and direct and snap with the fantasy executive Corey Parson. So, 
Let's keep it moving. As we uh, crown the greatest sports movie of all time, we have a one seed in action in the wild card region, okay, where we got a lot of boxing, some golf, some uh, hockey. You know, we have a matchup of the number one seed, Rocky, versus the number nine seed, Happy Gilmore. Now, we have been talking about the recency bias for a while, and if the recency bias holds, Happy Gilmore would actually take the lead. I wanted to have a golf after what we saw Jordan Spieth do at the Open over the weekend, but Happy Gilmore, I think, is a great movie. The Bob Barker cameo, you know, going to your happy place. These are all things that have had a cult following since then, but Rocky, I don't see how Rocky gets knocked off here. Yo, Adrian, a special... In this very important time in U.S. Uh, Russia relations, but I will say this: I'm only counting Rockies one through four. Anything after that, in my opinion, is not really part of the Rocky brand. Okay, and right now, right now, the number one seed Rocky is up. Okay, they they have a big time margin right now. They are up 69 to 31 percent. Over Happy Gilmore. So if you want to vote, if you want to make your voice heard, you can at FNTSY Radio on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. Get out there and vote because Rocky, if it does in fact advance, Chris, it will face the winner of one of the matchups you helped me out with on the producers over the weekend last Sunday. So when we come back, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what Rocky may be facing in the next round, how some of those matchups went, and then we're also going to you know, talk a little bit more about that breaking news in the NBA around the Cleveland Cavaliers, okay? All that and more when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What do y'all think about the Bills? What do you think about Rocky and Happy Gilmore? All that and more. Let's go. We're going to tie a nice needle bow on this one. All right. Come on back. Fantasy freestyle. Oh, oh. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. CNN, out for that paper. You know what it is. It's Dave Martinez on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's real quick give you uh, some updates on scores around Major League Baseball. Orioles up on the Rays, one nothing after Adam Jones went yard for his 19th of the year against Blake Snell. After three, the Indians are up on the Reds, one nothing. Royals and Tigers are scoreless. In the bottom of the third, uh, Russell Martin hit his twelfth, his tenth home run of the season to give the Blue Jays their run to tie it up against the Athletics. They are in the bottom of the third in Toronto. Astros up on the Phillies 2-1. That also in the third inning. Houston with a pair of home runs. Brian McCann with his 13th. Alex Bregman with his 10th. And remember, earlier today, the White Sox beat the Cubs 3-1. Important to note that Anthony Swarzak got the save. Remember, I'm telling you, that closer market is something to keep an eye in. Big news today, though in Major League Baseball. Remember, the um, 
Twins have acquired Brave starter Jaime Garcia, and the Royals have acquired Padres starter Trevor Cahill. Remember, with the trading deadline next Monday, we are going to hear a lot of news about that. When we talked about the Buffalo Bills today, 63% of you agree with me that they're a purgatory kind of team. Nobody has them as a Super Bowl contender, and people voted the, the Rams, the 49ers. I had like 1-2% of the vote. So no one thinks Buffalo is going to go all the way. Maybe that has to do something with the fact that they're in the same division as New England Patriots. And right now, it was Rocky was up like 75% of the vote. They're down now to 69% of the vote. Chris, we'll talk about the matchups you did over the weekend. We'll do those tomorrow. We'll push that back to tomorrow. But I do want to know. As the cinephile that you are, what do you think about this uh, matchup, Rocky and Happy Gilmore? I mean, I, I, I can understand why Happy Gilmore can get a little bit more voting in. That being said, you basically have pit David versus Goliath, where Goliath is truly going to win this one. Rocky is just a Goliath. It's just a mammoth of a movie. It's also a Best Picture winner versus an Adam Sandler movie. No offense. Fair I, enough. As much as I love Happy Gilmore, I mean, Rocky is just... Classic isn't even, like, enough. I hear you. You're right. It was an Oscar nominee and winner. And, you know, it is a one seed in this tournament. All the one seeds are still in action. We'll see, get the update from Chris Pavona, what they did on the producers over the weekend. We will plow on in our tournament. There also will probably be some more trades to discuss. Remember, Derek Rose has also signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Will that clear the way for Kyrie Irving to be moved? Come back tomorrow. We'll discuss it. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go.